Is being a grown-up overrated? Are you really a grown-up at this moment? All those questions will be answered in another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. Listen in while Sharon chats about growing up and the difference between our grown selves and us as children. Have you forgotten how much fun life really is meant to be? Maybe this will remind you to have fun again. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. I'm excited because you know what? Today, I've been thinking about something. Um, this, this year, I'm going to turn 70. And people get really hung up on their ages. Don't you notice that? I don't know. Maybe you're hung up on your ages. I don't know. Maybe you are. But I'm not. I've always had a very difficult time trying to decide what I'm supposed to be like, what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to act like, yada, 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 how it's supposed to feel. And then I forget about it because it's like, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It just means I've been around for a while. But it did bring to mind the question, when did you decide that you were a grown-up? And so what I've done is I've asked this to one of my learning groups. I've asked this to, I asked this to my husband. Uh, my husband's answer, when I asked him, when did he decide to be a grown-up? He thought about it for a minute. And then he said, I don't think I ever did. And he was referring to the fact that he never consciously made a decision to be a grown-up, but he also doesn't always feel like a grown-up. And I thought that was a really interesting answer. And so when I asked a lot of my students uh, when I was doing my research on this topic, um, the feedback I got was very uh, varied. Some people, it was a profound experience, a trauma, or something that happened to them like a loss of a loved one. For some of my students, it was loss of mother is when they decided that they were going to be a grown-up. And so what that tells me is that being a grown-up in most people's mind is being serious, which means we tend to step away from the things that we really, really love. Like, um, and I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but the people that tend to be the happiest on the planet are the ones that are doing the things they really, really love. For example, they like dancing, they like painting, they like going hiking, they like being active, they like interacting with other people. They like doing things kids love to do. Uh, for example, I can speak for myself. I never decided to be a grown up. I've never, ever done that. And I don't think that I have either <laughs> grown up, that is. Because I just love so many things that are out of my childhood of the, like, for example, cartoons uh, and stories, some of the storybooks that I was able to enjoy and read when I was a little girl. I still love those same stories and I still remember them. Um, one of them, there was a story of a mama bear and two cubs. And I grew up in the country, so bears were like my thing. Mama bear and two cubs. And the one little cub's name was Cupcake and he was really mischievous. And the reason he got the name Cupcake was because every time there was a camper that they would go and raid the picnic hamper, Cupcake always wanted the cupcakes. But I mean, that's a good example of how even today that just tickles my fancy. But cartoons, I love animated movies. I love animation. I love um, anything that has animals in it. I love animal stories. Um, I'm a big fan of the elementals, anything that, so I'm a little bit the mystical, magical, like fantasy. I love fantasy. That's all from my childhood. Those all take me back. Those types of movies, stories, music even, I can literally get lost in and it takes me completely away from some of the reality that I have to deal with as 
quote unquote, a grown up. <laughs> so I just wonder about the actual experiences that grown ups have and why we choose to step away from a lot of our creative aspects. And I think of a lot of it has to do with the way we process time. A lot of us don't use time very well. We're not very good at it. We are really poor time managers. And so when we are working with our time element, we got, we, we schedule everything. So we, uh, as we grow up, and what I mean by grow up, I mean evolve into adult bodies from child bodies, okay? So when you hear me say grow up, that's what I'm referring to. We will take on different responsibilities we had when we were children because now we're allowed to drive cars and we're allowed to work and we're allowed to have bank accounts and we're allowed to um, have sex. Although I don't know if that's all that grown up. I think that's playtime for adults, frankly. Um, there are some adults, they don't want to have playtime ever. And there's some adults, they spend all their time in playtime. I think you have to have a happy medium in anything. It's like a, a little kid, you know, you know, they have their favorite foods, but you don't just give them if they love candy best, you don't just give them candy, because they want candy, you know, they need some, there has to be some element of health aspect to this, the same in anything, overdoing anything is not good. Um, and of course, that leads us into addictions and that kind of thing. You don't see children with addictions. You ever think about that? You never see children with addictions. It's when we become grown-ups that addictions will start to develop. And they develop from most often stress. And we get stressed most often because of time. Because we think we have to structure our time. Doing it too fast. We're doing it too slow. We're not doing it right. We're not doing it good enough. We become harsh judges. And we start taking ourselves way, way too seriously. So you can take the, not the grown-up tall, big person, but the grown-up attitude and attach words to it like stress, serious, responsible, realistic. You know, I can't imagine. For me as a psychic medium, I don't think I'm ever going to grow up because I love so much what I do. And I have learned through the work that I do that spirit lives in pure joy. Spirit lives where the children are. Spirit lives where the animals are. Spirit lives where we are when we're having a really fabulous sexual encounter. Spirit lives where we are when we're having the most amazing meal of our lives. Spirit lives where we are when we're deep in conversation with somebody that we completely enjoy and we enjoy the conversation. That's where spirit is. Spirit is not in the nine to five. It's not found in the, the routine, the gruesome, the the sad the realistic the responsible if that was if if i was to consider myself a grown up then i wouldn't be a psychic think about it i wouldn't be a medium there is a level of responsibility with my work and that's strictly ethics more than anything else is strictly ethics aside from that i don't have a lot of rules my work evolves it unfolds in front of me by the minute it's not work that I go to my desk and it's all piled up. Well, yeah, okay, some of it is. And those are the things I don't enjoy, by the way. I don't enjoy having to do tech work. That's why I have a producer producing the podcast. Jen, I love you. God bless you. Don't ever, ever leave me. <laughs> I just had to throw that in because she's going to hear this. I have people that take care of my technological work. 
on my website. When I do my workshops, I have a gentleman who is really good at doing videography and he comes in and does the videos and then he does the editing and then he puts it all together. And then he built the website for thekitchenwitchin.ca. Those people, there's a side to them that is the kid and there's a side to them where they take responsibility and they like to have fun. And the, they are the people I call on when there's serious things that have to take place so that I can get my messages out to all of you. And, but I, I, to do the actual serious responsible part of it, I can't. When it does come to my work, I am, I am focused and I, I do behave myself to some degree, but it does unfold. And the trick for me is getting out of the way. Now, I don't know if you notice, but kids don't get in the way of themselves. They allow. Children learn how to walk because they allow. They learn how to eat because they allow. They allow. They learn how to speak because they allow. They learn to interact with people as the flow moves to them, through them, from them. And they learn how to communicate. They allow the process. When you look at children at play, one of the things you notice, you have to notice, go and sit outside. Well, don't sit real close, but you don't want to look like a stalker. But go sit outside a playground or a park and watch children at play. Just watch them play. They will run. They will laugh. And they'll do it with strange children, like kids they don't know. They'll have fun. They'll be together on the slides and on the swings. They'll make up games and they'll play tag. They run, they move, they love their physical presence. We, in our infinite wisdom, as time trots on and we grow up, grow up into big people, we take on all these cumbersome responsibilities of paying the bills, cooking the meals. Some people don't like to cook. Can you imagine people don't like to cook? I love to cook. You don't have to know anything to cook. You just have to have a palate but they get really bogged down in a lot of the processes and then they stay there. They don't find something that is their sweet spot. Too many people today are spending nine hours a day going to and from work and at work in environments and in, in occupations that they don't like. They were put there because it was worth they did right out of school or they ended up getting married and a baby is on the way or they ended up that's what mom and dad wanted them to do, or they ended up just kind of getting stuck there and time went by and they forgot to really pursue their real passion. And now all of a sudden they're 50 years old and they say, well, I'm just going to hang on until retirement because uh, what the heck, I've only got like 15 more years. You know, uh, they're busy working towards paying off their house. They're busy working towards building up the retirement plan. They're busy working towards, working towards, working towards time, time. And so they're spinning the wheels and they're working their time. And by the time the time gets there, all of a sudden they're too old to have fun. That's so sad. I find that so doggone sad. So here's what I'm going to suggest. I have some suggestions for you. Start watching cartoons. And I don't care if somebody walks in while you're doing it and they say, what are you doing? What are you, a kid? What are you, and they make fun of you? Don't care, doesn't matter. I watch cartoons. I watch animated movies. Happy Feet's one of my favorite, favorite movies of all time. I love the music. I love the soundtracks. I love the voices. I love it all. Start watching some funny movies and some cartoons. And if, if you don't want to watch, yeah, watch animation, animation. But animation that appeals to you. There's some animation I'm not a fan of. It's fine. I don't watch it. I watch the good stuff. And 
Allow yourself to really get invested in music again. Go back to listen to music. Make sure you take 15 minutes a day and just listen to music. If it's in your car, don't listen to talk radio. Don't listen to news broadcasts. Listen to music, music that inspires you, that makes you feel good. You know, I was talking to one of my sons. He's a very successful businessman. I was talking to him one day. And he said to me, he's a very conservative young man. And he said to me, he said, he likes to write. And he said, he said, well, how do you get inspired? Like, what do you use to inspire you? And I like really soft classical music. I like really gentle, soft music. I like flowing it around me. He said, you know something? You'd think that that's what I would want too. But he said, I like hard, heavy metal music when I'm trying to focus and I'm trying to put things on paper. And that's his, that's his niche. That's what he likes. So if that's what will help you be inspired and bring out your creative aspect, then do that. Go for walks, start to feel your body, play with your body, go to the grocery store and look at the foods that you loved when you were a kid. Uh, the sugar is limited, okay? Because you're a big person in a big person's body now and you've probably done a certain amount of damage to your body and you're probably all worried about that and all that stuff. But I'm suggesting maybe a watermelon. Wasn't watermelon wonderful when you were a child? Oh my gosh, I loved watermelon when I was a kid. Things like oranges and apples and um, there's so many people that don't even eat cereal anymore. Oh my gosh, I can't live without my shreddies and my Cheerios and my Rice Krispie squares that I make all the time. I love kid food. I love kid food, but I never took it out of my food process. And I'm married to a man who likes his adult meat and potatoes food. He likes his grown-up food and is, is not all that interested in the kid food <laughs> most of the time. So take a look at the, go to the grocery store and check it out and pick up a few things you really liked as a kid that you haven't had forever. You haven't had. Look through, if you're, if you're able to get access to recipes or meals that were made for you when you were a child and you can get access to how to make those, make it now for your family or for yourself. Make that same meal. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches and you just don't eat those anymore because you're so busy doing the meat and potatoes. Have tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches, something that you really, really enjoy. Make sure that you engage. Get yourself a coloring book and start doing some coloring. And I don't mean, I don't mean your iPads, people. <laughs> I have an iPad too. I play games on my iPad all the time. I love match threes, lots of them. And I love decorating houses and all that kind of stuff on, on there. But I don't mean color on your iPad. That's fun. But get used to the feel of crayons and pencil crayons and felts and, and whatnot in your hand again and color a picture like you did as a child. Let yourself come back to being the kid in you again and find out what she or he liked. Did she or he really enjoy um, spending time with the family or was he or she a little bit shyer? And today, how has that manifested for you in your life? Do you find yourself being alone a lot? Or do you find yourself really wanting to be social? And come back to being the child again. Make sure when you wake up in the morning, the very first thing you do is smile. I don't care. Leg in bed. Smile like a fool. You got to brush your teeth. You really got to pee. Smile like a fool. Lay there for two minutes and just smile. And if, if smiling makes you feel silly, then laugh. Laugh at yourself. Go ahead. It's okay. That's another thing. Kids laugh at themselves. They'll make mistakes and they get the giggles and they think it's funny. Then they move on to get better and better and better at it. We make a mistake. And we're traumatized. We just think it's the end of the world. Get over yourself. Start having fun. 
Don't be so grown up. Start growing joy, grow empathy, grow kindness, grow love for yourself and the planet and the trees and the animals and all the little kids on the planet, no matter if they're six feet tall or newborns. Have fun. Don't be a boring grown up anymore. Play with your kids. Get yourself some, some um, yard games when the grandkids come over and play yard games. And that is one of the reasons I can tell you right now why grandparents have so much fun with the grandkids because it takes them into their second childhood. All the responsibilities that come with the 20s to the 50s or the 60s, those responsibilities aren't any more relevant because generally you're retired, you've got your money where you've got your money, you've got your home, you've got things kind of set and the grandkids come to visit and you can do all kinds of crazy things with your grandkids. I love my grandkids, but the one thing I notice about my sons, they both know how to play. My youngest son loves games with the family. He has so much fun. And does not mean he's not competitive? No, of course he is. We love to play cards. We love to do board games. We love to play outdoor yard games. There's so many things you can do to get the kid back in you, to get the child back in you, the joy back in you. And you know what I'm going to tell you right now, as soon as you embrace that aspect of yourself, you're going to feel healthy and strong. And you're going to automatically want to go for a walk. You're going to want to feel the sun on your face. You're going to Maybe you want to even jog a little bit. Oh, my gosh. I haven't jogged for forever. Remember when I was in high school and I was always a very athletic kid. I, would be kind of, I think it's because I, I grew up in the country. I was in a small town, but we had a farm just outside of town. And we were always throwing hay bales in the fall. And we always had gardens. And there was we were always working and, and just doing all kinds of stuff. And so I was always strong. And I could always run. I was great at things like track and field and those kinds of things. And I can remember in gym class watching girls run. They would run like delicate little flowers. They never ran. They never pumped their arms and pumped their legs and gave her. Even if you're just going to walk fast as a big grown-up person, do that. But allow yourself to start moving again. Bring the kid back to life. Let that kid thrive and live. And I will see you racing wheelchairs in the seniors' home when you hit 90. I'll be right there. And I'll be the crazy one in the corner. Yep, her. I'll be either baking cookies with the cook, racing wheelchairs with you. Okay, let's take a look at the cards. Um, I'm going to pick a card for you before I end this particular podcast. So remember, stick around because the card is going to come up at the end. Okay. I have the animal messages from your animal spirit guides. The animals are the spirit of the land, I believe. And I'm going to pick a card. These are Stephen D. Farmer's cards. If you have no Oracle cards, get these. Stephen D. Farmer, check his work. Messages from your animal spirit guides. And I think it's a hawk, the picture that he's got on the front. And it's absolutely gorgeous. So I'm going to pick a card for you. Are you ready? The card is the camel. And the camel says... Ah, trust that you have the resources to get through the challenges before you. You can do this. You can become a kid again. You have the resources. Inside you, you have joy. Dig it out. Dig it out. If you have to dig some weeds of discontent and anger and frustration and ill health out with it, then dig those out and throw them away. Dig out that joy and have some fun and trust that you do have the resources to get through the challenge of being a kid again in front of you. 
Until next time, thank you very much for coming on and listening to Meeting Me All with Psychic Sharon Rose. I appreciate you, and I'm so glad that you are here. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.